Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Coffee Run Live, the slightly off-center, slightly skew-if Thursday edition of the Coffee Run, episode 472. Choo, choo, choo. Um, I... <laughs> I don't know why I did that. That's really random. Uh, so I was talking to one of my friends this morning about, uh, oh, for fuck's sake, a <laughs> photo shoot yesterday and we moved around my whole office. We took photos in different positions and I thought, oh, we haven't had the black and white wall background for a while. So I thought we might do that. But what it's meant is that I can't find my tripods. I can't find the things. Hey, Linda. Um, can't find all the stuff and the things that I would normally have. So what's really funny is that uh, the phone seems to go because <laughs> I've got you. I've currently got you perched on my little Joby tripod that sits on the back of my computer lid that it's got these really cool bendy legs. Actually, I'll show you what we're sitting on and then hopefully it won't be too disastrous when I try and put you back in. Hang on a second. So I've got my, uh, like the link ready that I have to show you. Oh, so what's really fun is we have got like, there's the tripod, right? There's the ring light, the tripod. This has got really, uh, really cool, um, bendy legs and I can do all the things that I want to do. Hey, Rebecca, how are you? So visible live you should all totally be there it like i'm we had the photo shoot yesterday because i've got um new hair and i'm like it's still me i promise you it's still me so this is where my tripod is like being very precariously balanced it's not working very well is it so hang on like that. oh crap okay there we go all right let's see how we go with that all right don't move a muscle, everybody. You're going to like keep really still. Don't move because if we don't move, then we'll just look at... <laughs> can you guys handle it? I, can't, I can barely handle it. It's, it's ridiculous. Um, a visible live is where we get your... Uh, this is not what I was talking with my friend about earlier today. Um, visible live is where you get your next 12 to 18 months worth of content sorted. It's very, very exciting. You'll have your positioning nailed. So you stand out from the crowd and, uh, all of those really fantastic, awesome and amazing things. Maxine, good morning. You booked in this morning to visible live. It's so exciting. Oh my gosh. I'm just not going to touch the tripod and then let's hope that we don't go too badly. So, okay, so what I was talking to my friend about today uh, was about how terrible it is that I can move my face. It's just, this is, this is not okay.com. So please bear with me during the facial movements. I am particularly expressive. And um, yeah, anyway, that's, that's that. That's not actually what I wanted to talk to you about today. What I did want to talk to you about today is a story that I was reminded of when we did our book launch, which was very fun for Into the Spotlight. Um, very soft uh, reminder there. If you haven't got your copy of Into the Spotlight, grab one. It is amazing, if I do say so myself. Very, very proud of it. Uh, but we, would, we did the book launch on Friday night and I was asked the, by the very fabulous Joe Muirhead, who has this 
um, cheeky way and of self-confessed, she said, pushing the bruises in order to be able to help other people. And, and something that she made a point of, which I thought was really, uh, really important, and, and I don't probably talk enough about it, is the fact that, you know, I, I've kind of got this attitude these days where I'm like, you know what, I'm gonna show up, and if you don't like me, then that's fine, I don't really care. If you do like me, then that's really great. Um, there's enough to go around. If you don't like me, that's fine. Go find someone else. I really don't, like, I really don't, I mean, I care, but I really don't care. But, but this is coming from a really um, deeply ingrained and long-running desire to be liked. Okay, so for me, I have very, very much cared about what other people think about me over the years. I used to have so much, um, so much shit rolling around in my head if, if, I'm, if I'm blunt about it, to the point where even as a, as a younger person, uh, I, I remember I grew up in Adelaide and I remember I going into, I could go into Myers without, uh, without feeling too self-conscious because you know, Maya, uh, but I wouldn't like to go into David Jones because I felt like all of the people, particularly the, um, you know, the makeup counter people, bless their hearts, you, who always look so, uh, polished, put together, kind of haughty, um, they, to me, they, they seem very unapproachable, and and to go into David Jones back in back in those days, you had to walk past all the makeup counters, and I just used to feel like, uh, like definitely that I didn't belong, um, that I shouldn't be there, and that they were all looking at me, being like, "Who are you, and why are you here? You don't belong here." You know, I was so caught up in my own head. I was particularly. Um, you know, I, I guess sometimes these days you might think, well, the way that I would probably look back at it now and go, oh, you'd be pretty, pretty self-involved, Nicola. Um, pretty, uh, very self-conscious and, and things like that. And, and I really had this, this deep desire to be approved of by strangers, right? By complete strangers, which is, seems ridiculous when, it said out loud, but this was this was all me, and so you know, but becoming a thirty-something-year-old person and going starting this world of, of personal development, professional development, and, and really having to put myself out there has been really, really interesting. Um, one of the stories that I shared on Friday night was around the I did a style and mark, a style and branding training um, to to become a, a stylist back in two thousand and ten. And one of the things that I learned there uh, conceptually on, on one particular day was that it's not my business what anybody else thinks of me. And I'm like, yeah, okay, I get it. I, I get it logically. But it wasn't until I was kind of thrown into a situation uh, one night actually during this styling training where I had to go and meet people that I, that I didn't know. And I was really freaked out. So for me, the way that my body has personally, my, my, my personal body, not your personal body to me, but my personal body to me, the way that my body has reacted in times of stress, in times of feeling like I'm, I'm really kind of throwing myself out there, my body would gift me with a migraine. And 
like looking back now, the same thing happened in year 12. Um, I, the same thing would happen if I was really stressed at work. And there are a couple of things that I think for me that were kind of like the, the, the payoff to that. It's like, number one, it gave me an easy out. It's like, oh, I can't because I've got a migraine. And so if I didn't get what I wanted or if I didn't achieve what I wanted, it's like, oh, well, that's okay. Because if you know, if you hadn't had a migraine, you would have been fine. You know, so it was kind of like this really interesting protection mechanism that I had. But this one particular night, uh, I had had a really um, confronting day at this particular training. I was staying with a girlfriend of mine in, in, in Melbourne back when we were allowed out all the time. And we were walking up to the city. We were supposed to walk up to the city to meet a couple of her friends. Now, I'd never met these friends before of hers. And, and, and she's like, uh, so her name's Margaret. And Margaret is a really good uh, judge of character. I mean, I was her friend, so she must have been a good judge of character. But, you know, I didn't think about the... I, I, was, I was just really worried about meeting these people. They were a little older than me, very, owned very successful businesses, or had, were, were living in um, uh, like families that had done really, really well. And I just felt really intimidated. And I was very much worried about what they would think of me. So my body went and got a migraine, of course, because, you know, that would give me an easy out. It would mean that I didn't have to go to, didn't have to go to dinner, didn't have to go to drinks. I was going to be able to stay home. And no, Margaret wouldn't let me off the hook. She said, okay, we're going. I'm like, oh, fuck. So what was really interesting, though, was that I was less worried about them right? And I was more worried about me. And you and I both know that if we're, if we're all up in our head worried about ourselves, then we're actually no good to anybody else. When it comes to your marketing and, and your visibility efforts and you stepping into the spotlight, if you're worried about what everybody else thinks about you, you're being, we're being very uh, self-involved, right? Like I was very, very much self-involved. It was all about me, all about me, all about me. And the thing that I had learned was that when, this is in, in that week as well, it was a huge week. One of the things that I learned in, in this particular week was that if you, you know, just be curious about somebody else, just be curious about the other person. And it was like, all right, well, shit, you know, what questions do you ask people when you don't know who they are? And I had this in my head, this weird kind of um, belief that because I was from the country and I had been working in corporate that uh, I, I should be a certain way or that I um, didn't measure up, actually. That, that was really the, the, the bottom line. I felt like I wasn't going to measure up. Not that we have to measure up to anybody else's standards, right? So I had these two or three key things. Number one was that it's not my business that what anybody else thinks of me. And number two, just be, be curious about other people rather than making it all about me, right? So they were really, two really, really big lessons for me. But the, like the, thing, the thing for me was that it was, it, it was deeper than just the, um, than, than just the how do I measure up stuff. Like I, I used to be really worried about my, my image and what I would wear and, you know, how people would perceive me and how they might judge me and, and all of this kind of thing. So this is only 10 years ago, you guys. And, and it's really, it's really interesting because I see this play out a lot with, with other people. I see this play out a lot online where people 
put on these masks and, and put on the armor and show up in a way that is not them for fear of being judged, for fear of not being liked, for fear of people taking them the wrong way, for looking like a wanker. So here's where this came up, right? So yesterday we had a photo shoot here. It was very exciting. And I always, I really struggle with photo shoots. I, uh, I'm getting better, but I really struggle in photo shoots. And the reason being is that I, I just feel, <laughs> feel like an idiot. We've got this one person there, like eyes, like there's nothing else there. The whole job of the photographer is to capture me, my essence, and, and the feeling that I want to create through the imagery, right? So no pressure photographers. But for me, I feel like there's all of the attention is solely on me. And I'm not adding value back to them, right? So it kind of feels like, and I'm like, it kind of feels like this really interesting, selfish kind of act, even though I know that the imagery is going to be able to be used to add value and to communicate with you guys and, and things like that. A big reason being, like, if we look at these planner proofs that I've just received, you know, I've got here I am with my very fabulous long blonde hair. And it's like, well, are we even the same person? Is that even me? Am I even me or is that all me? And so it was the, the reason for doing this photo shoot yesterday is to kind of explain the story of, of, of the linking between the person that you'll see on the front cover of the book and the, the person that you see on the camera, on the, on the video camera, this camera, what is it? Live stream uh, and, and in your feeds every day. So the, there was very... Um, I don't know. It's, it's just this really curious thing. And the thing that I had to keep thinking about, and I kept saying to Sarah yesterday, I said, look, I'm very literal. If you told me to look out of the window and I'm looking over here, I'll go like this. <laughs> so I, I find it really hard. Like I'll follow direction explicitly. So if there's something that you need, like you need to be really clear because otherwise if you're like, okay, smile, I'll smile. And then look serious and then put your head up, put your chin down, look to the window, look to the door. You know, it's, it's all very like quite mechanical um, because I, I get really uncomfortable and, and I get really, um, oh, just, just anyway, it's, it's not the normal thing that I would normally do. So how, what, what it made me think of for you guys is that we get so good at wearing all of these masks and wearing all of this armor for and, and trying to make it, trying to be someone that we feel like we should be. And, and I've, I've been this person. If you want to laugh, go back and have a look at some of my early YouTube videos. I very much tried to control. I, I was very controlled, right? And not by, by myself, like very controlled by my perceptions of how I felt like I needed to be. So it was very stiff, very, you know, this is how I need to be on video. Hi. My name is Nicola and I look like a puppet. It's so hilarious. I think I look like the like a thunderbird. It's just it's it's wildly hilarious. But a lot of the time, you know, I, I see this in you guys where it's like, all right, it's time to go step in the spotlight. It's time to do your live stream. It's time to take some photos. And all of a sudden it's like, oh, how do I be me? And the best thing, the best piece of advice that I can ever possibly give you is for you to remember 
that it's not your business what anybody else thinks about you, that there, there are going to be people who will like you, there will be people who will love you, there will be, be people who dislike you, and there will be people who probably have stronger feelings of aversion against you, and that's okay. In fact, it's, it's probably necessary, it's probably needed, because whether you're sitting here trying to be very professional, or whether you're kind of like talking with your hands and doing your thing like, like I tend to do, there, there will be people who will love you for how you are and there will be people who don't and that's okay. But whether you're trying to be all proper and professional and cardboard and rigid, there are still going to be people who don't like you and there are still going to be people who do like you, right? Now, we all have opinions, I think, uh, positive, negative or, or otherwise about corona. You all have positive, negative, ambivalent, sitting on the fence opinions about our state premier, about our prime minister, about our medical system, about our legal system, about the bullshit that got rolled out this week around not being able to name um, the offenders in, in sexual assaults and, and things like that, which I think is complete horseshit personally. Um, but everybody tends to have an opinion on this. And whether you share those opinions or whether you show up and be you, no matter what happens, whatever is going on inside your head is nobody else's business but your own. You might sit and look at me and go like, oh, I love your hair. You might sit and look at me going, oh, I fucking hate your hair. You might sit and look at me going like, oh, I don't like this or I do like this. And really, you know, your opinion, you're the, the only thing that no one can ever possibly take away from you is your opinions. Right, and, and it's not my business what those opinions are. Do you know what I mean? It's like I, I it, that's yours and yours alone. And if you wish to communicate that, then that's fine. But I'm not going to not show up. I'm not going to hold back because I'm scared of what people will think about me. You cannot be scared. Uh, sorry, you can be scared. Uh, but know that there will be people who are going to love you. So the fear is, is actually quite uh, irrational. You're not going to die by turning on your camera and doing a live stream. You're not going to die by booking in a photo shoot and feeling like a dickhead. <laughs> and I can guarantee you there will be at least, you know, my thing is like, I know that there will be at least three photos in there that I can use. Just three. Out of, out of all of those, there will be at least three photos that I can use. And that's not a reflection of the photographer. That's about what I see in the photos that have been taken, right? And how I want to then use them because the photographers will see you uh, through a, a different lens in which you see yourself. I, I recently did a, um, I recently did a, a, a thing on how to take selfies, which um, you know might maybe sound a little funny, but because I take selfies all the time. But I was like, you know what, I want to, I want to, I want to get better. I want to take better selfies. And um, one of the things that was really interesting was that she, she's also a photographer. She was explaining that the photographer will look through the lens, and they've got their perception of of how you are and who you are and how you should be portrayed, even through conversation, because like that's their opinion, that's their view of the world, it's their map, it's how they, it's how they see things. Whereas we see ourselves very differently. Right, we we um like for me, for instance, like talking talking about the the lack of Botox in my forehead right now. It's like it all just went like boom, on Monday. It's it's gone, and I think that's because it knew that I was having a photo shoot yesterday, um, which is very annoying. Uh, but my eyelashes have like the three eyelashes I have on each eye, they've been able to hang on for dear life. So whew, you know, whew, makes me feel uh 
a bit more feminine, which I, which I really like. But, you know, we all see ourselves differently. Everybody in our world sees us differently to the way that we see ourselves. And everyone's going to have an opinion. So the best thing that you can ever, ever, ever possibly hang on to is it's not your business what anybody else thinks about you. Now, uh, to further kind of like hammer that point home, because, you know, I'm, I'm not preachy enough this morning, uh, one of the things that was has been so interesting for me uh, through not only writing and doing the research for Into the Spotlight, but also through uh, the interviews that I've done post finishing the book and and I've interviewed some really great friends of mine and, and there's more to come which is very exciting I've interviewed some clients of mine and I've interviewed interviewed some singer uh, singer songwriters musicians some are really amazing like they are all amazing amazing humans and what is really fascinating fascinating to me is that every one of them shared with me one of the things that they do, to shift this thing around if you're not really feeling it, if you're not feeling confident, if, you, um, if you're not quite sure uh, what you should be doing or what you should be saying. And, and what every single one of them has shared, and, I, and I'm sure it'll be a theme that is likely to play out with everybody that I interview into the, into the future as well, is that when we are focused on ourselves, Okay, so when we are focused on ourselves and we're all up in our head around what are they going to think of me? I don't want to look like a wanker. I don't want to sound like an uneducated idiot. I want to add value. Uh, I don't know how I'm going to stand out. What are my peers going to say? Um, you know, what if somebody disagrees with me? What if I get a hater? What if, what if, what if, what if? Right? So we're all up in our head, and this happens a lot. So we're all up in our head here going like, blah, blah, blah. what we need to do is, is shift it to being, instead of it being about us, we make it about our audience, right? We show up for our audience. And, and what, what everyone said is that, you know, all you need to do is show up for that one person, just that one person either in a stadium, that one person in a theater, that one person in a venue, that one person on your live stream, that one person in your audience, that one person in that workshop, that one person that's going to have you pop up in their feed today. All you need to do is show up for that one person and you need to make it about them. And if you could just think about that, that person and finding a connection or talking to them then the, the, like the magic flows on from there. And then the second you make it about them, it takes the pressure off you to perform, right? Because it's not about showing up and performing, although it kind of is, but it's not. You know, it's more about how you can add value to your audience, how you can build connection, how you can build relationships, how you can create transformation for your audience before they even buy from you. You know, the results in advance, um, the results in advance theory, which is oh so powerful. And so it, it, it's really common to get caught up in, in trying to make sure that you're wearing the right thing, trying to make sure that you're saying the right thing, trying to make sure that you're doing the right thing, trying to make sure that you're adding value, all of that kind of thing. You can put all of that aside. And all you need to do is think about one person that you can help today 
through whatever it is that you're putting out and that will pay off. It may not pay off today, it may not pay off tomorrow, but it will absolutely pay off because that's the kind of stuff that if you, I remember hearing about this, um, this concept called the servant's heart, again, going back to 2010. And I was like, what the fuck is that? Like, I don't even understand that. And, and what I know now is that, well, like if, you, if you're showing up to serve and to add value, that is one of the, the, the primary core things that will cut through the noise on the internet. Because everybody else is out there saying, buy my shit, buy my shit, buy my shit, buy my shit. And I don't have an issue with you saying, hey, buy my stuff. You can buy my book. You can come to Visible Life. In fact, I would very, very much encourage it. If you haven't done it, you need to do it. Um, if you haven't booked in, you need to book in. It's happening at the end of September. But the, the, the point being is that if, if that's your only focus is selling your stuff, if your only focus is making money, if your only focus is, is trying to convince people that they need to buy from you, then you've already lost the game. Right? And that's when you get compared to other people in your, in your industry. That's when people will start to shop, uh, like to, to look and compare what you're charging based on what you're giving, based on what you're delivering. And they start looking at this comparison table of widgets. And that is not the thing that they need. What they need is you. Okay, So you've got to get past worrying about what people think about you. It is a muscle that you build. And we put things in place, excuse me, we put things in place, checks and balances in place to help you along the way. Things like making sure you've got your cheer squad. Who's on your cheer squad? I talk about this in the book. Who's on your cheer squad? Who's on your board of advisors? Who is, who have you got backing you? And it can be just one other person. It could be your mom, your dad, your brother, your sister, your best friend, whatever. You, I don't like, I don't know. You can't be your dog because they don't have social media. Um... But like you want to have at least one person in your world who can say to you, you know what, you are freaking awesome and I love you and you're doing an amazing job and please keep going because that was really fucking helpful. And, and, and you've got to have somebody in your world that does that for you uh, because it's a hard gig. You know, it's a tough gig. So remember the lessons today are it's not your business what anybody else thinks about you. Uh, if you, the more that you're being curious about somebody else, the easier everything is. And anytime you have a crisis of confidence, you have a crisis in faith, you have, because we all have those, uh, some more frequently than others. And, you know, in times like these, they, they seem to happen a bit more frequently as well. But the thing to always remember is this, is that when you're focusing on helping just one person, just find one person that you can help, then, then the rest will the rest will absolutely flow. The rest will follow you. So there you go. So your job today is to get out there, go help some people, to have a whole ton of fun doing it, to be you. Please, for the love of God, be you. Everyone else is taken after all. So you can see the link in the comments for how to come and join Visible Live. If you choose to do that, you can jump onto the website and you can pick up a copy of Into the Spotlight if you need that as well. So get out there, my friends, go and do all of the amazing things. And remember, the world is so freaking ready for your brand of awesomeness. I will see you tomorrow, if not before.